Hey, everybody. We're about to get to uh, an episode that is uh, way too chock full of just awfulness and things that we have to talk about, presidents trying to carry out coups and such. But we wanted to do a, a quick bit of house cleaning uh, in the new year. Uh, we are sort of reorganizing things a little bit, and we're going to try out something new. Uh, we're calling it The Weekender. And for our second show of the week, which is uh, usually aired on Fridays, it's we're now going to make it a Patreon-exclusive show. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more casual. We're going to have some live shows. We're going to have Q&As uh, from our listeners. We're going to have a lot of opportunity for uh, interacting with people. We're really, really excited about it. But if you want access to that extra show every week that comes out on Friday, the weekender, you need to go over to patreon.com slash muckrake podcast. And now to the show. You should want to have an accurate election. And you're a Republican. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, I know you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't have. You don't have. Not even close. You got. You're up by hundreds of thousands of votes. I just want to find uh, eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state. And the people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. You know. Uh, that you've recalculated. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Jared Yates Sexton. I'm here with Nick Houseman, as always. Um, <sighs> I, I'm so pissed off all the time now at this bullshit coup, Nick. I don't know how you're feeling. Uh, you know, I'm glad we got this show so we can get on here and we can talk about this. Uh, if, 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 if you haven't heard already, the president of the United States of America, who, by the way, I'm, I'm, a couple of weeks ago floated the idea of a military coup, Nick, uh, called the Georgia Secretary of State for an hour. Uh, actually tried to call him, I believe it was 18 times, finally got him on the line and then told him to recalculate the election results in Georgia and hand deliver it over to Donald Trump and in the process seemed to threaten the secretary of state while they did it. Um, what bullshit all the way around, Nick, what, what total utter bullshit this is. Well, you know, it, it's nice to actually hear it in, 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 uh, in practice, how he behaves and how he speaks. We've heard, you know, Michael Cohen describe it. It's the mafia. This is what the mafia does. They know better not to get caught on tape, you know, saying the very explicit illegal thing, even though they think they got him anyway on this one. But isn't that incredible how he worked around it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It would, just, it would be great. It would be great if you were on the right side of this. Right. Recalculate, you know, it's going to be bad for you if you don't do it. You know, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure this is what it is. And I'd certainly, all we need, because by the way, he's, he's trying to make it easier on, he's trying to, you know, make less work for Raffensperger because he's like, listen, we've won by 200,000 votes, but you know, you just, just find a 12,000, make it easy on yourself. Don't, don't kill yourself with this. Just find the 12,000 and we'll be set. We'll be even. No, no harm, no foul. Then that's, you well, know. And, and I want to talk about that message. I'm, I'm glad that you said it that way because the message actually, and, and, if, if you could have like written it down, what Trump was actually saying, he's like, you're a Republican. Like you need to do what a Republican would do. This is about party over country. And if you don't do this, you're going to get harassed. 
your family is going to have death threats, which we know has happened. Um, your entire political life is going to collapse because you didn't play ball. It is one of the most insidious things I've listened to in a very long time. Like to hear him try and shake him down. And besides the fact that he's pathetic, like Trump is absolutely pathetic. But the shakedown was kind of chilling in a way like the like the knowledge that he has about how bad he can make someone's life and the way that he actually views transactional politics. I thought this was an incredible artifact for that. Well, here's the thing, because obviously to to have a, uh, a crime, there needs to be intent. You need to be able to prove that. And so I have the, the only problem I have here is because the notion of the crime trying to be like commit fraud against an election, you know, because he knows he's lying. When you listen to the audio, you, you kind of feel like he really deeply, truly believes what he's saying. He's not lying. At least, you know what I mean? He doesn't think he's lying. The other thing you also get is he's got command of numbers and facts and information. Now, I know yes. he's probably reading to some degree some of this, but this is not the ranting of nope. a madman with, who's got dementia. Uh, you know what I mean? This is a guy who can keep these things in his head for the most part. When he needs to. Yeah. And it's about him. Yeah. And so it's like those two things are interesting as far as if they ever, you know, there's there, this is a law in Georgia that he's violated that they wanted to actually, you know, prosecute. But, you know, here's a guy who's already been, um, you know, they've already tried a, an impeachment process and he got away with that. He knows he'd get away with it again anyway. So, again, there, there isn't any law that boxes him in from doing anything. No one will do anything about this. So just I don't know if you've accepted that or not, but nothing will happen to him from this. Right. Nothing. Well, well, first and foremost, I just want to go on the record. They should impeach his ass again. Yes. They should. Today. Just, Today. To, just to file a paperwork, just to like to say that you did it. Today, his ass should have been impeached. No, you know what? No, no, no. It's the 25th Amendment is probably what really should be happening, right? Oh, oh no. I mean, the, the, the 25th Amendment should have been taken care of a long time ago. And, and, and I want to say that in the most Democratic Party way possible, you just watched all the Democratic representatives being like, oh, we're thinking about the future. We're not thinking about the past. And it's like, grow up. The Republicans wouldn't have waited until the recording was over <laughs> to have filed the impeachment papers. Like they, they, they would have been on the horn with one another two minutes into listening to that phone call. So, yeah, he should be impeached again. I don't care if it would get carried out. I don't care if he would, you know, leave office before it was done. It's the right thing to do. The next thing that and you brought it up and you're exactly right on this front. This is not the covid president who is just like, I hear it's fine. It's it's probably a cold. I don't know. Somebody was talking today. I couldn't pay attention to it. He doesn't give a shit about anything besides himself. He had a total command of the numbers. He had a total command of the situation. He's so steeped in the conspiracy theory. And it's not like it's just washing over him like a pond, you know, over some rocks. Like he knows this conspiracy theory front and back. He knows the narrative. He is not lost. He, he could be competent. You know what I mean? Like if he actually cared and he gave a shit, he could be a competent human. He just doesn't care about anybody whatsoever. The other thing I want to point out is this is important. We've talked a lot about it. Does Trump know he's lying or does he think he's not lying or is he delusional? And I even got a chance to talk, of course, with Mary Trump about this. We even heard a president on that recording who believed his own bullshit 
who was just gone into his alternate reality. And the fact that we now know that tells us everything we need to know about how he processes information and why this is dangerous. This whole thing started off as a grift. It was a way to get a golden parachute after his presidency and, you know, run around being an anti-president, probably being on Newsmax or OANN. Now he literally is in the game. He's actually trying to carry out a coup in this country. It's 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 jumped the firewall, so to speak. And now we're dealing with an actual coup by the president of the United States of America. Well, you know, the one thing that jumped out at me when you read the transcript or listen to it is he says to Raffensperger, he goes, uh, I'm, I'm probably getting his name completely butchered. Raffensperger. Yeah, that's right. Raffensperger. Is, is there an end? Raffensperger. I got it. So he's, he's talking to Raffensperger and he goes, quote, you're not the only one. I mean, we yep. have other yep. states that I believe will be yep. flipping to us very yep. shortly. Yep. Because let's not forget, the a number of votes he can get, electoral college votes he can get from Georgia, are not nearly enough not to enough. overturn the election. So he clearly, there must be other tapes, uh, other conversations with other, Nick, with other states. Ravensburger taped the call because Senator Lindsey Graham called him and asked him to fix the election. A sitting United States senator committed election fraud and tampering, by the way. Just uh, go ahead and put all this in perspective. And he's walking around a free man. Like, nobody's going to do anything to him. Nobody's going to rebuke him. It barely even came up, like, you know, as a blip on the radar. That's the only reason we have this recording. How many other secretaries of state, how many other people had to you know, had to uh, uh, deal with an irate president of the United States of America calling and trying to get these things taken care of. We've had um, we've had delegations come to the White House. He had the Michigan delegation to the White House and tried to take COVID relief and turn it into the theft of an election. Like the like you just said it. It's not one call. It's multiple calls. There are multiple multiple illegal actions here. The, the other thing that jumps out at me is that the numbers he throws out are very much like Manchurian candidate style or uh, 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 McCarthy, where he basically says anywhere from 5,000 to 200,000 votes. Communist in the State <laughs> Department. And it's like, how could anybody take you seriously when you are just throwing out ranges here? You know, the number of dead people. Well, and let, let's not forget, I, I've said this before, but the, the, the signature thing, because he's trying to get into the tens of thousands of signature issues, you have to remember that what they're uh, uh, accusing people of is somehow getting the ballot from a real person and then changing their vote and then faking the, the forging a signature and submitting it, knowing that the actual vote that the person got would have been coming in as well. Uh, and then they would have had two votes, right? Like he, he's saying that they're forging these these ballots and then forging the signatures. Uh, that is the issue uh, that doesn't make any sense. You couldn't possibly do that in any kind of uh, order of magnitude. So um, I don't know where he's getting the numbers. That's the other thing. The command of the numbers are great on his end, but it's it's a little bit unclear. I mean, like I guess what are you going to say? Hold Q, on, Nick. Q I'm logging websites? online here. I'll get you okay. some numbers. Yeah, I got you some numbers. The 15. internet. Fifteen. 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 Twenty-five. 30,000. <laughs> okay. That's where he gets them. Yes. Numbers. Yeah. So he's just getting, yeah, that's the thing. And we have affidavits, affidavits and numbers. And people try to engage me on Twitter this weekend too about the affidavits. Oh, they tried to fold in the whole uh, Christine Blasey, Blasey Ford uh, thing where you believed her without any evidence. 
But what are you not going to believe these people here who are saying that they're always voting, voting fraud? Uh, you know, that's a hard thing to unpack, man. That, that's that's two things that are mixed that don't need to be mixed at all. It can't be mixed rationally. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. okay. So I'm laughing about the internet. Um, I missed a couple numbers there. Twelve. It's like, it's the, like the, the, an episode that, of I Lost. Saw, I saw twelve there. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like the numbers on Lost. You meanwhile have Lynn Wood, who have you been following this? A little bit. So Lynn Wood <laughs> has red pilled his balls off and is just out in the public sphere talking about reptilian people, Nick. He's talking about oh. reptilian people. He's talking about lizard squads. He's talking. Uh, he accused the chief justice of the Supreme Court of the United States of America of having a pedophile blackmail situation on his hands. I mean, that's legitimately something that Lynn Wood's out here doing. And, and and a reminder to everyone, it's not like Lynn Wood is some sort of like crazy kook who has no access or anything to anybody else. He was out there with the president's representative when this whole thing began. And and we are we're a two step away from Trump being like, yeah, lizard people. Absolutely. Lizard. <laughs> I've seen the movie. And, I mean, come on. That I've seen the, the series. V was a great limited series. Loved it. But that is the thing here is they are so far gone in their alternate reality. And, and, and where do numbers come from? They come from somebody on Reddit. Enough people retweet it. Enough people share it. Enough people upvote it. Um, th this entire thing with the Dominion voting system, which is one of the main carriers of the conspiracy theory, that was just somebody talking shit. Like, it, there was no background to it. Uh, Ron Watkins, who uh, is the son of the guy who runs Acoon, which is where you have, you know, QAnon, uh, he just got on Newsmax and just started saying a bunch of bullshit that had nothing to do with whatever. Now, all of a sudden, you have the president of the United States, who, by the way, a reminder that he was originally impeached because he could not tell fact from fiction, conspiracy theory from reality, Rudy Giuliani was coming in and feeding him a bunch of stuff from the Ukraine that had, that was Russian misinformation. That was why he got impeached the first time. We now have him, we have President Aikun or President Reddit, who's up there <laughs> just talking absolute nonsense and could very well face actual criminal charges from this thing. Georgia has opened up an investigation supposedly, or they're in the beginning stages of an investigation and that stuff doesn't go away like that. That that's not pardonable stuff. Right. So, but again, uh, nothing happens at least, you know, for a while on this thing, they have to, they're gonna have to depose meadows and get all the other lawyers in. Well, and they're going to ask you a question. Yeah. What do the Democrats have to lose by impeaching them again? Or at least opening an impeachment. What? What do they have to lose? What What do you think the mindset is? Because I spend so much of my time now trying to figure out why the Democrats are such chicken shits. Well, what here, do you think? here's the thing. This is what like Giuliani has been trying to do the whole the entire time, even when the impeachment was going on or the beginning of it. Uh, there is the legal component to this and the Constitution sure. and all that gobbledygook. And then there's the political thing. Sure. And if you can win the political arm argument, you tend to be able to win everything. And so if they use this uh, impeachment, they could use it, you know, to hurt the Democrats because they're going to say, look, it's a political witch hunt. They're at it again. It was you know, worthless the first time. All the bullshit we had to deal with afterwards, even though it was all exposed, they wouldn't even have any uh, 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 
in the, during the Senate trial, they wouldn't have anybody as witnesses. You know what I mean? It, it was a sham, but that's not the 75 million that voted for him don't feel that way. I So here's the thing, man. Like, you could make the argument and you could convince me that you don't want to file uh, impeachment charges before the special election. I get that. You want to wait until today when the, the election is held or whatever. But the moment that the polls close, why is someone not standing there with it? You know what I mean? Like, I understand the idea that they're radical Democrats or whatever. They're just coming after the president. It's a legitimate impeachable offense. He is carrying out crimes here. And if we don't start holding him accountable, even on his way out, hopefully, knock on wood, it just keeps setting precedents. It just keeps laying the foundation for one person after another to keep pulling this stuff. Well, it's what you said last week when you're a week ahead of this because only now it's trickling out from these legal scholars who say, oh, you know what? Um, the Republicans might do this again. <laughs> and Maybe. Can you believe Maybe that? Republicans aren't going to suddenly because Joseph Robinette Biden is in the White House. It's like they're suddenly going to develop consciences. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen. And, but but even the, the notion of like, you know, wait, like it's almost like the Republicans who woke up and realized that, that we had a deficit. It's like these legal scholars were like all of a sudden today were like, wait a minute. Uh, you know, th th this could work eventually if how we outlined it a week and a half, two weeks ago, where we said, you know, if it's a president coming in from one party and the Senate and the, and the uh, House are controlled by the other party, they will simply negate the election. They will legally be allowed to do that unless somehow they can change part of the rule, which I suppose if they had control of, of the Senate and the House and Biden's in the White House, they might be able to adjust the Electoral College rules for that. You know, not change the electoral college in and of itself, but they might be able to change the ruling where you really can make it pretty much impossible once they're certified by each individual state that there's nothing they can do about it. And by the way, we 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 have to do this because we're a couple of days out. What a what a couple of days we have. I I hate to say it, Nick. I hate to say it. I do feel an emergency podcast is coming in our future. I do not see how we're going to avoid that. I really don't. It's it's it, it, it's. I was just reading about uh, like civilizations that would see a comet, and they would be like, "Bad tidings are coming." Uh. I kind of feel I'm looking up in the heavens and I see an emergency podcast in our in our near future. We have a special election. We have this horseshit thing that's happening on the 6th with the Electoral College votes, which, by the way, shouldn't even be happening. We shouldn't be sitting around worrying about this thing. Meanwhile, we have now gotten to the point where we have not just Howley and, I don't know, the raving loon section in the House of Representatives. We now have. 13 Republican senators who have gone on record saying that they're going to oppose the certification of the Electoral College, which there's no fraud that's been found. All of these people have told people that they know that Donald Trump has lost this election. Let's uh, let's go through this list here real fast. Um, we've got Leffler, Blackburn, Braun, Ted Cruz, who, by the way, just in case people haven't been paying attention to politics over the past couple of years, Donald Trump accused his father of killing John Fitzgerald Kennedy and called his wife ugly. I don't know if he accused him of killing, you know, pulling a trigger, but he, 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 was he might have been around. He yeah. might have been a psych man. <laughs> then we've got Steve Daines, we've got Haggerty, Howley, Johnson, Kennedy, Langford, Loomis, Marshall, and Tuberville. 
Meanwhile, by the way, for anyone who's wondering, you you didn't hear Rubio there. That profiling courage, Marco Rubio, has not come out to support the Electoral College certification. So that's a grab bag to find out what happens. We have no idea what's going to come out on the 6th. The Republicans, they have no reason to ever concede an election again or ever admit defeat again, or even actually participate in good faith politics. The way that we're going right now is every precedent is being set for acting in bad faith and reaping all of the rewards from it. Absolutely. That's the biggest issue because, again, we get back to that political thing where the law really doesn't mean anything anymore. The law doesn't mean anything because if the political power is great enough and, and the right people are in the right spots, then nothing will happen to these people. Now, we've been you know, yelling this for, for, to the high heavens for the last four years. That's why they have to prosecute the fuck out of Trump to you dissuade to. anybody going forward from doing this. Again, it might not completely do that because, again, if they calculate it right and they can get you know, uh, the House and the Senate in the, right, in the same party, the Republican Party, and the, you know, God forbid a Republican gets back in the White House, you know, they, there's ways they could do – again, they, you could have a guy like uh, Bill Barr who will not prosecute the president – and he'll be free to do whatever he wants to do. And then if they, the House is in control, there's no impeachment there. So again, the this is the downfall of our the democracy because out of all of this, independent, this is not in the vacuum. This is not just a bunch of politicians yelling and screaming into in a nice leather-bound chairs. There are the, the tens of millions of people who are now completely signed on to this yep. and will not change. Right. Maybe their kids, if they, if they do a bad job educating their kids the way they like to in their misogyny and in their racism, we can only hope the kids will not listen to that as well. Uh, maybe that next generation. But you're talking about a generation of people that it's gone forever, doomed to not participate in democracy like it, we, we used to. Well, I before I jump into that, because all of that's very important, I, I, I want to point out that. We are legitimately talking about a secretary of state refusing to steal an election. And we're like, what a hero. Do you know what I mean? Like, what a what a what a hero. And it's somebody who has just decided not to go along with a coup. And the truth is, he did it in a pretty heroic way. He actually did. He exposed the corruption. He said, I will not participate in it. His his career is probably over, by the way. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's probably done. Like, that. that's probably it. And he'll probably... He'll probably deal with death threats for the rest of his life. Him and his family are now targeted, and it was all because. Meanwhile, Mitt Romney, who the only reason why Mitt Romney can come out and say that these things are wrong, and and all the all the all the kudos to to Mitt, by the way, like good for him for coming out and saying this is wrong. The only reason he can do it is because the state of Utah would vote for him regardless of anything he did for the rest of his life. He is a prodigal son of Utah, and and he will just – he's not going to lose his seat no matter what he does. Everybody else has to sit around and and with the, with, with, with the abacus – is that what they call it? Is that an abacus? Yeah. They have to be like, well, I, I have to support this coup attempt until <laughs> this day, and then I can go over here. It's not going to stop. The Republican Party is not going to fracture in this. They're going to go further right. They're going to embrace this. Whatever happens over the next couple of days, which, by the way, everybody be safe out there because God knows what's going to happen after they certify these votes. We've already heard about street gangs. We've already heard about domestic terrorists who are active and planning stuff. God knows that things could get bad in the next couple of days. Wait, we just he had, a, we had a senator call for violence in the streets. 
Wait, no just, doubt. Who just came out? Someone just came out of that and just said that uh, uh, if, it, if this doesn't go the way we want it to, then people are going to have to go out of the streets, take the streets well, with, I mean, with guns. Isn't that, isn't that why you put on your camo fatigues and you go into the state legislature with your semi-automatic weapons? <laughs> you just remind people if things don't go the way that you want them to, like blood could run into the gutters. I mean, that's what they're doing. Like Trump is not going to go away. I keep telling people this and I keep wanting people to get it just because Trump lost this election and just because uh, Biden is going to be inaugurated doesn't make everything fine. He's not going to simply vanish. There is a possibility we talked about, you know, like there's rumors that he might escape to Scotland and and God knows what he's going to do over there or how long he'll stay there. But this thing is not going to just abate because there's way too much money in it. There's way too much political power. And I have to say one thing. I do think you can get millions of the people who have supported this. I do think that you can peel them away or at least a fraction of them. I think there are a lot of people who are gone that you're not going to reach. And those are people that we're going to have to deal with for the rest of our lives. I do think that there are other people you can deal with their material living conditions and you can start to de-radicalize them, which is exactly what we need to do. But we have to get serious about those material living conditions instead of playing these incremental games, which are only going to create more and more radicalization. Uh, it was Louis Gohmert, by the way, who uh, of your friend of mine was calling for blood in the streets. Ground. Yeah. Um, and it, but, re, 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 roll that beautiful bean footage. What, what did what did Gohmert say? Oh, he basically had said, you know, uh, if, if we can't get what we want on this one, we're going to take to the streets. And I, he, but he even said violence. There will be violence in the streets. He explicitly called it out. So um it's it's uh, you know we are the thing we were talking about as far as hitting home hitting it where it hurts, you know we've already heard uh, how much more could it hurt when you talk about a thing like COVID, you know what I mean in terms of the economy and in terms of death in terms of sickness, uh, you know people are, are not getting unemployment insurance uh, in, in multiple reports coming out in a lot of different states or people not it's they've been waiting since you know for months and months for anything to come in because of the the, the governments are so. Uh, impossible to, to uh, that they can't be getting anything done. So I, I don't know if that's if that that's, should be the thing that you're talking about that would kind of move the ice a little bit. It's not. I suppose the numbers you're talking about of, of the 75 million that voted for Trump, maybe we only need to find 10 million or something. And that would that would probably irrevocably change the elections going forward if that's all. If that, well, if that, and, that and possibly change culture because I have to assume there are 10 million uh, former FDR Democrats among those people that like if we could have like a sort of a new deal, you might be able to make a difference. By the way, just for everyone who wants to keep up informed, I'm going to read this bullshit. Um, and and, and I, this right here, this right here is the modern American moment in a nutshell. Um, the bottom line is the court is saying we're not going to touch this. You have no remedy. Louis Gohmert told Newsmax. Of course he told Newsmax. Mm -hmm. Of course he said this. Max. Essentially, the ruling would be you have to go to the streets and be as violent as Antifa and BLM. Good job, Louis Gohmert. I assume no teeth fell out of his mouth as he was giving that, <laughs> that statement to Newsmax. Of course he was on Newsmax. He knows where his bread is buttered. Because Newsmax and OANN, if you turn them on right now, they're talking about uh, the mark of the beast in vaccines. They're talking about Bill Gates sterilizing people. They're talking about, um, I mean, reptilian people. 
There's probably oh, yeah. a segment at 8 p.m. tonight that is about um, uh, Chief Justice Roberts getting, you know, pedophile ransomed and well, blackmailed. When the story broke about the uh, the call with it for Georgia, uh, we were kind of curious. We went over to FoxNews.com. We're like, let's see how they're covering it. You couldn't even find it for at least 12 hours on their website. They didn't even. Was it war on Christmas? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff. You totally, uh, I'm, you know, so it's like uh, that's what that's what's so dangerous about like the Fox News crowd, I think. It's not even necessarily misinformation. It's just an absence of information. They yep. simply will not report stuff. Yep. And so, the, you know, all the ideas get solidified in the heads of the people watching, absent all this important information. And that's as dangerous as giving them the, the you know, lies. Well, and I think Fox News, and this is important, particularly as we're talking about the Republican Party, that base, and also like Newsmax and OANN. I think Fox News actually had to learn a hard lesson that I think everybody else knew, but they didn't know, which is nobody watches Fox News for the news. They watch it for the poison. They want the cultural rage. They don't want to know what happened in the election. They want to hear, you know, that like jackbooted thugs are going to break into your home and, you know, steal your elf on the shelf or something. <laughs> like that that's what they're that's what they're obsessed with. And in Fox News, they don't have a choice. That's the direction they're going to have to go in. And I want to point out by the way that I've been thinking about this a lot. So this is going to air on the 5th. And I live in the 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 blue state of Georgia. The liberal haven of Georgia. Congratulations. Where uh, I've already voted to end the socialist Democrat agenda. I've already I've already tallied my vote. Um, I I think right now, if I had to put money on it right now, I would say that Ossoff and Warnock win. That's what that's where I would put my money right now. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. I think there's still a possibility of a split thing, and in that case, I would say it would probably be Warnock and Purdue. Even though Leffler, by the way, has just unloaded every racist, scaremongering idea you could ever imagine. I mean, it is ugly down here. What do you think happens to the Republican Party if Georgia gives its electoral votes to Joe Biden on probably that that will happen on the 6th? They'll probably have an election result on the 6th or on the 7th. What do you think happens if the Republican Party and its base has to deal with a complete repudiation all within like a 24 to 48 hour time window? Um, well, OK, so what you're, you're proposing that Purdue wins. And no, I'm saying I'm saying if Ossoff and Warnick both, both win, win. Oh, I see. And, and the votes are certified. Like, what do you think is coming over the next couple of days? Because I have some thoughts on this. Well, you know, it would have to be, uh, again, the, a solidification of the base. Again, they have to, like, close ranks, get the wagons circling. You know, there's going to be a caravans coming from South America again. Like, that. Like that's the kind of shit Iran is going to have a nuclear bomb. Here. The caravans yeah. here, Nick. Yeah. Like, they're in your neighborhood if that happens, right? Yeah, exactly. China will be, you know, um, doing something. Uh, 50,000 Chinese troops coming over the border and getting killed with bunker busters, right? Yeah, there, there, that will probably be I, I, although the iran thing will probably end up being that's the more you know they're, they're already kind of set up for that even though somehow miraculously they were de-escalating uh some of the movement they got rid of an aircraft carrier from the from the area but still um that's the that's a real uh, interesting conundrum so I, I think yeah you're gonna ratchet up all the old greatest hits hell they're gonna probably find you know uh wmd somewhere that they're gonna have to go in and get so here's the thing is 
everyone thinks about elections in these these moments. They think about them in like, oh, they're just ratcheting up for that day and then suddenly they'll stop, which is what it kind of used to be. Do you know what I mean? Like they would they would every now and then pull out their scaremongering, you know, in case they needed to oppose a bill or, you know, something evil like universal health care. But now it doesn't end there. Right. So like if Warnick and Ossoff win and some of the polls are showing us that's a real possibility and we've been and, and by the way, the base has been told that they are just I mean, they're, they're comparing them to Fidel Castro, Nick. They're, they they have claimed that Ossoff not only takes money from China but is just under their control. That he is a Manchurian candidate candidate, and that Raphael Warnick is basically Jeremiah Wright on steroids. Oh, right. So I mean, that, parenthetically, the, the the thing I did see on Fox News that aside from without you know they didn't have anything about the call, but they did a thing about Warnick who talking about how in two thousand seven. He said we run the risk of losing our soul if we don't get our troops out of Iraq. Like that was that was the scaremongering tactic that they were putting on the well, top. Well, they just had they just had a thing that aired the other day, which you know I thought I had seen everything. I thought I had seen everything down here, and apparently Warnock and I don't know if it's his estranged wife or if they're divorced. They had had an argument in a driveway and she had told the police they ran over her foot as he backed out of the driveway and the ads, once they discovered that, like, I mean, it was all, it was done. You know what I mean? Like it was the most disgusting group of ads. And even she, she was out in public and she was like, you have to stop misrepresenting what happened here. And so that was really bad. So I want people to think about that. You have Asif who, and, and put yourself in the mindset, which we always ask people to do. So you believe Trump, you believe the Republican party, you even believe that Fox news might be fake news, right? You're watching OANN, your grandkids showed you how to put it on your Roku and, and <laughs> you're watching all of this stuff. You've got Ossoff, who is a Chinese Manchurian candidate, Raphael Warnick, who is not just radical, he's dangerous. Then they go ahead and they certify the votes from a stolen election, which they have told you that isn't, you know, gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna stop the steal. What happens the day after that? Because it doesn't end. The narrative's not over. They don't release the tension or, or you know, any of the steam that's building up. What happens? And there's no thought within the Republican Party of what you do with the narrative. The Republican Party is just like, keep it going until you can't do it anymore. And that's that's where we are right now. Yeah, it's um, I, I suppose that uh, that steam gets trapped and it keeps building. And that's when you get these hotspots that, that erupt out of these things. Uh, so the next time you see guys with guns showing up at the state house, uh, it, it isn't going to end so peacefully. Uh, as it, as it, I, I can argue it didn't even end peacefully this time. So, um, yeah, that's that's the or, or the next person is going to abduct the governor. You know, all those different things. Yeah, I mean that that is certainly where it feels like it is going because that it's that helpless feeling. There's no leadership that would try and explain you know a peaceful transfer of power that we used to have. You know, and so as a result, it's just right. It, 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 there's nowhere for it to escape. It's it is frightening. Um, it's enough to not want to live in this country uh, at some point. Or again, like my proposal, let's just let's just have our civil war. Let's have our two separate our two separate countries and let them all live somewhere. That it, it, yeah, we would not coexist peacefully, and it would be really really bad. I I I think 
I think eventually we're going to figure our way out of this. And eventually we're going to deal again with material conditions and we'll go from there. But this thing, the, the lack of leadership by the Republican Party to really grasp what they've created and what they're living within. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but fuck Ted Cruz. Like, like that guy knows better. Why are you he apologizing? Knows he knows better. He knows better than all of this. He knows he's on the wrong side of history. But he could be president later, Nick. He was appointed by God to be president. That's what Howley's doing. Howley's sitting over here and he's putting the bib in his shirt and he's sharpening up his knife. Like he thinks he's the heir apparent to Trump. You have so many people who think that they're going to have to continue flirting and courting this, this Trump base. They know better, but none of them, none of them have any sort of an end game in mind besides them coming to power. And they'll fix it, you know, because they're ordained and they're perfect and they're great and they're special. They'll be the ones who will put things back together and they'll win. They have no end game that actually reflects any sort of reality or any sort of a peaceful transfer of power or compromise or working government. It all has to do with wealth and power. And that's, that's the end of it. That's all that they care about, period. And it's so blatant what they're doing. And, and, you know, Kasich was on uh, one of the CNN or something, you know, calling them out for it. Uh, just blatant political party over country. But here's the thing. It, you know, they're kind of operating under the assumption that Trump is not going to run again. And yep. I suppose you got to be prepared in case he doesn't or in case he's in prison. So I guess you like get all your ducks in a row. But uh, Can they're going to be upset. Can we just say for a second? Can we just remind everyone for a second? Trump doesn't actually want to be president of the United States of America. He actually does not want the job. He doesn't want to do the job. He wants to be celebrated. He doesn't want to put in the work. He also doesn't want to be a loser. He also doesn't want to be prosecuted. And meanwhile, you're exactly right. He might run again. Right. He might run again. J Jared, why Why do you suppose he's still raising money today? I, I mean, he's we're, we're taping this on Monday night. He's probably raising money right now. He is. They're, I saw the things today. They're sending out fundraising emails every day now. Doesn't tell you exactly why they're raising the money, but you better get it in before this X amount of time goes by because we're trying to match the funds, whatever. I mean, it is a fundraising thing. And again, what are they doing with this short of simply he is going to take the money? We know he thinks it's his money regardless, and uh, he, that that will also be something they could they could have ultimately prosecute him for. By by the way, I I, I want to point out that um, we we have made the. Uh, the, the mistake of not wishing our listeners a happy new year. Happy new year. But I, but I do want to point this out. It, it is only January 4th while we're taping this. 2021 is already exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just already so damn exhausting. And these couple of days have been so bad. And it's been like, it was right around Christmas was when, you know, we started hearing like that the Republicans were going to oppose this thing. We have no idea what's going to happen on Wednesday with the certification. Uh, we, ha the, we have the special election, which knock on wood, hopefully the, the tide of, of, of power will change in the Senate and Mitch McConnell can crawl under a rock and decompose and just go away. But we uh we just want to say thank you and uh happy new years uh like i said nick i i hate i hate to say it man i, I feel an emergency podcast just just blazing across the sky yeah no there's no question they're planning something it, it probably won't work but it's something's gonna happen 
Uh, so if, if you're interested in that, uh, maybe we'll do some exclusive coverage, but a reminder that, uh, this week's, uh, weekender will be over at patreon.com slash podcast. They'll come out on Friday. We'll react to all of this stuff and maybe take some questions from listeners. Uh, again, if you have not already like subscribe, share, talk about rate to tell people we're having good conversations, bring them in, have them be part of the muckrake community. We are so grateful for you. If you need us until God, I don't know. The country falls apart. I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just you can find Nick. Can you hear me? SMH. You can find me at JY Sexton. My God, everyone, stay safe.